Hello all, and welcome to today's Sunday Q&A, which today is brought to you from the garden, because it's just too nice a day to be stuck indoors, you know, so um, done me bits and pieces this morning, dummy lorries and cards and PODs, Jim, uh, hey Jim, rubbish, um, and yeah, it's just too nice a day, so um, and I'm bearing in mind the fact that the weather might be breaking, and I'm sure a lot of you will be going... Oh, I'll be better running this heat. It's been hard work, and it has been hard work. And I know one person, particularly my wife indoors, will be craving some rain. I plan on making the most of the last of the days. So, uh, yeah, Barbie this evening. But without further ado, Q&A. So, uh, firstly, London Creative says, You've written Pontless Point. Thanks, Nick. As always, correcting my English for me. He's out there. He's got his own channel, London Creative. Please check it out. He does kind of bits and pieces around London, kind of mad walks and stuff like that, you know. So, um, but yeah, cheers. I did, at first I went, what's he talking about? And then realised, yeah, I spelled it wrong. So, right. Carrying on from last week, this is kind of the topic of the moment. How much to bid in 2022? Um, again, I, I give a, I give my four penny thing, and you guys have been kind enough to actually come in with facts and figures about what you guys are doing, which gives us much better grip on the scene, like you know. So, my random hobbies says um, we have. To, this, I like this. He says we have tried quoting at two different price points on Luton vans. We discovered that we discovered that for many, it was like shopping at Aldi, <coughs> sorry, <coughs> or Waitrose. People seem to be wary of low bids. When we started putting in higher bids, oddly we got more jobs. I've even been asked. I've even been asked why we had put in such a low bid backload on my way back. Think some low bids are a particularly. Some people see. You know what I'm saying. Some people look at it, and if you bid too low, they go, "Well, that can't be right, can it?" I mean, I've had it before, where someone's run me up and they've gone, "I've got to ask you, why is your bid so low?" And I've said, "Because I'm in Brighton, and the job is going to Dunstable." or Luton, and I live in Dunstable, and the guy went, fair enough, it's yours. You know, kind of, they, 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 if, if you're a shipper and you've got any sense, what you'll do is you'll actually um, ring up and go, okay, the bid's low, why is it low? And if, you, if the guy sounds like he's switched on, and there's a good reason, like my haircut this week, an haircut on a bus. Has anybody ever been to South Mims? There's a hairdresser at South Mims in a bus on the, um, on the services. Dead handy, because you can go on break for half an hour, go and get your haircut, come back, it's job done. So, yeah. Fair enough. Uh, e of the ship, a C11 Yan says, um, he said, maybe don't look at mileage rate, look at your operating costs and your time. And time is everything because there's only so many hours in a day, you know. Short or long distance, uh, it all converges to 25 to 30 pounds per hour. It doesn't specify the van size, but I know what saying. If you can actually calculate how long you think you're going to be on the job, I presume that's got to be, that's got to be a small van. I can't, well, I'm thinking about that. Um... It's got to be a small van. So you think, well, I'm going to be on the job for this many hours, so I'm going to times that by what I charge on an hourly rate. And the hourly rate, you do you. Um, by 72 says, if you've got good feedback, you will probably get higher rates. Shippers have said to me, you aren't the lowest bid, but you've got but you've got great feedback. I've had that too. I've had like um, Josh phone me this week. And I, I said, he said, how much you do it for? And I turned around and I went, I told him, I can't remember how much it was to be honest with you. And he said, I've actually got three bids on my system cheaper, but I'm going to give it you anyway, because I know you'll do a decent job. 
And that stands for something as well. Having a working relationship with the shipper, which is something you only build up through time, like, you know. And when they know that if they put it to you, they're not going to get any aggravation, they're not going to get, he's not here, where is he, it hasn't turned up, it's broken, ringing up, asking for crazy, like, additional charges. They'll just put it across and they can put it to bed. There's a lot to be said for that. Um, hunting treasure it says it seems like you've got a lot of tension there over there Pete um, overworked and underpaid people in them comments and he likes the videos again everybody does it their own way and there is that frustration that yeah I'm trying to bid higher but every time I bid higher I don't win any jobs and then I bid lower and I'm thinking well I'm, what, I'm is it worth doing it but I haven't got the answers guys I'm never here with the answers all I'm doing is telling you how I find it and passing on how you guys find it too hoping that that helps you know got a long one now but it's worth doing, I think. It's um, Yasin uh, Carrigal says, I disagree that the CX is a backload place. Almost all the jobs on the CX are hot shots, and almost all drivers operating the CX are there full time, and their first and last jobs are through the CX. Perhaps the shippers wish that they were a backload place, so they can get their job covered for maximum profit, but this is not the case at the moment, so there is no need for the CX to mention it as a backload site. The CX is an alternative place for shippers to find drivers to get their own jobs covered for a price sometimes higher than they would want to pay for their own drivers. Um, as an owner driver, you must first consider the time on the job rather than the mileage, which is exactly what Ian says. Um, uh, and the mileage. Mileage. As um, this is how you calculate an accurate, accurate quote for the job. Your current location to collection point plus um, from collection to delivery point equals fuel cost for the task. On top of the fuel cost, add on an average of £30 an hour for, me for medium and short distance jobs. I hope you're writing this down, you can translate this through because it does make an awful lot of sense. Um, this is on small van price, obviously. Um, if you're an average of £30 an hour from... Hang on, so we've done that one. Um, I tell you what, there's a comment on there. It's worth reading and drilling into. It's um, it's Yasin Karagal, and he, he speaks an awful lot of sense. So, but due to my poor reading skills, I didn't get the end of it. He said, and finally, he says, um, don't let them fool you with your mileage-based calculations, otherwise you'll be demoralised, demotivated, and finally give up. It's just a matter of finding a way forward. And what he's saying, along with what Ian is saying, try and calculate it by time rather than miles. And that way, at the end of the day, say for example, there's like you're going to work for eight hours in a day and you want £30 an hour, you're going to end up with 240 quid, which is not a bad day's wages as long as you don't get killed on the diesel, you should be okay. Um, Steve at SDC Services says, Can't believe, folk, again, coming back to again, can't believe folk go on per mile prices. I look at every job on its own merit load, pick up, distance, chance for backload, driving to the sticks will all determine my price. My minimum is £50 running an extra long wheelbase. Thanks for sharing there, Steve. Um, commuter Branch Line says, I like this. He says, an old boy I used to work with had a saying about folk who quoted too low prices to get jobs. He called it buying your work. And his favourite quote was always, don't buy your work. Quote what you need for the job. That said, there are a lot of factors in playing the transit game, that the transport game, that don't come into not just supply and demand there's always the guy who quotes low money for a job to get them home this is what i've always said this is why you can't have a minimum price on a job because there's always going to be one guy who cannot believe his luck because he's in norwich it's picking up across the road and the delivery is to the distribution center which is two minutes around from his house and he's going to give you the crazy price just right place right time and you can't ever odds against that you know so um um 
there aren't, so, but there aren't rates, and, but the rates and CX are low ball anyway. I only see shackled at the Scooby Doo reference. <laughs> Folk of a certain age. All right, Pete. I'm actually not Pete. I'm actually old man Withers from the sawmill, and I would have got away with it if it wasn't for your pesky kids. Did that last week. Just thought I'd just revisit that. <laughs> just like doing the old man Withers thing. Um, Andy P says. He says, buddy, I think you're spot. He says, sharing of information is always the best way. Last night, I'm not trying. I'm, it, it, suddenly, it's like, it, you know, sort of secret scribble on how much we're quoting. But everybody knows they've got a price that they're happy to pay and what they want to get off. Why don't we just put the prices out there and go, this is kind of what, this is going right. There will still be the guy who's going to go much less than going right because he's frightened. If he quotes going right, he might lose the job and he's on top of it and it's taking him home. So I don't get it, but, you, you know, it's what it is, isn't it? Um... He said, I think it's fair to say that many people are negative about the CX and pricing. It's something personal to you. Again, you do you. I'm never telling anybody what to do. I just put it out there, you know. Um, there's no right or wrong. As long as you make a living, then that's all that matters. We all get frustrated about not winning work, but it's a blind bid platform. Uh, he said, your bidding on pricing might help, you know. Surely that, that's what it's all about. I said, PS, big beardy... Um, over a coffee and chat about it. Like, I guess, like Beardy has got my number. Ring us. Otherwise, I've, I've spoken about I've, I've also put a thing on Van on the Run. It might just be me, Van on the Run. It might not. I don't know. I've kind of got bits on. But it might happen. You never know, like, you know. Um, a. Barton says, he said, I started on the ni- nine years ago with a long wheelbase. I got 90 to a pound a mile then. It's not gone up much since then. And my mate Franz has actually commented. He's out there. He's actually one of the guys who's in with Ian. And he's kind of doing very little work on the CX because he, as a result of being on the CX, he's got a direct line to a shipper. He, he's moving bands around now. He's um, driving the bootleg Beatles around around the country and then hopefully, because he's had to get an operator's licence into, into um, Europe, he's having a wonderful time. I think he did Avriana Grande the other day. Was that right? Avriana Grande? I can't remember, I But yeah, he's just drive there, drop off the PA, wait for five hours, pick up the PA and drive it the next one. But he's having a fine time. Um, Francis, same as 2004. <laughs> and he's probably right. So. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. That was pricing. That was last week's. This week's, I did one. It's called the Burt Price School of Gardening, and it's something we've always had in the house because my my wife's granddad was a guy called Burt Price, and he and he said he said you do these things with with like um, soil levels, and you do a pH test, and is it acid alkaline? He said, don't do that. He said, buy a plant, dig a hole, put some compost in, put it in, and water it. It will live or it will die. And what I was trying to say is, you know, because obviously you, as soon as you write in the title, should you join the CX, you know the video's going to go mental eventually. But what I was trying to say is what I didn't say last time. The best way to, to get involved in something is just to get involved in something. Keep your costs as minimum as you possibly can. Hopefully you might have a van already, or if not, get a cheap van, and then sort of get the most basic package. And then the worst thing that can happen is you've done the money on the package. You can always sell the van, you can get your insurance back, and you wipe your mouth and walk away and go, it wasn't for me. So, Ben Ridges said, 
He said, Pete, he said, I've watched loads of your videos and he's pleased with your advice. He said, I've just started up on this adventure and I've had um, I've had experience with this work before. Although people are warning me off due to the high fuel prices and cheap and quoting cheap and all that, in my own experience, any big adventure, uh, there is never a good time. So it's just basically hold your nose and jump. He said, my question is, I'm lucky enough to have another business and I managed to land a local job running every day. The timing is finishing between 1 and 3 p.m. Is it worth going to go on to do some jobs from here? Uh, you know, basically, is it worth joining CX? He said, also for, what's the deal with Europe work? I'm based in Southampton and have vans. I can use the Exeter area. He said, sorry to be nice. Don't be nice. Don't be sorry. We all started somewhere. I started somewhere. Um, Exeter's not great. Don't get a lot of jobs out of Exeter. Southampton is slightly better. As for joining the CX, if you're going to, if you've got a regular job that finishes between one and three, I would say where does it finish? Now, if you're based in Southampton and it's just kind of local drops around town and it finishes in Southampton at between one and three, one yes, three I wouldn't bother. If you've got a job that's taking you, like you're, you, you pick up in Southampton, finishes between one and three, and you finish, I don't know, Northampton, Birmingham, Leeds, Bristol, then I'd say definitely jump on the CX, because you, that's what it's designed for. You get your local job to take you out, which pays you the decent money, and then you've got a chance of getting your back road, back road rates, or it pays you diesel for the day on the way home, which means your first job's all buds. But a bit more information on that one, Ben, if you like, but I would say... If your first job is just local, if, if all you're doing is running local and you're getting good money for it, I'd stick with that. Just don't even get involved. If you're going distances and you know you're bringing your van or other vans back a few miles every night, then it's worth having. That's kind of what it's for. Um, Ian Merrick says, the huge outlay of the CX has never appealed to me, plus complaints from CX drivers on Facebook about people going bust. Some people go bust, not that many. We, not, we, we tend to get paid. Um, three quarters of the drivers at the main depot are on the CX. One I chat to a daily tells me the subscription is now 1,400 quid. It probably is. Um, I don't know why shippers and, and drivers don't migrate to same-day courier network during this cost of living crisis. The driver subscription is £21 a month, cancel any time. Um, I've just come off the, the network uh, after two months due to lack of work, and yet the infrastructure is all there. It's complete the CX. Ian, I think you kind of answered your own question there. There is a re The CX is too expensive. I'm not big, I'm not involved with the CX. I do these videos because they came about. Like, you know. In fairness, if you ever go, I've got a video, that I've got a link to my website. They're not even on the front of my website anymore because they don't pay me a penny. And I think, well, if you ain't going to pay me, what's the point? Um, having said that, there is a reason why the CX charges that much more money, and the, the short answer is because it can. I'm going to do a video on it just because, just to clear, just because I do videos. That's what I do, like you know. I need to make a change from constantly talking about how to strap down a box. But um, yeah, the, it, it's kind of it's it's frustrating. I find it frustrating, but they do it because they can do it, and we'll do a video. On it. Um, Similarly, there's other stuff out there, like the delivery app. Again, hardly any work on it, but the infrastructure is there. So basically saying there are apps out there with a fantastic infrastructure, but they're not showing any jobs. I'd rather have it the other way around. The app might be rubbish, but there's loads of jobs on it, and I'll be happy. He said, why is there no mass migration away from the CX? How can it make business sense as we enter a 15-month recession? I think bottom line is, Ian, is they get away with it because they get away with it. But I'm going to try and drill down to it in a video. We might even go into a bit of economics. I won't bore you. 
I'll try and we're not not more than any, not more than normal anyway. Jason Burke says the only people making money on the CX is the CX. In 2020, their turnover was 2.2 million. In 2021, it increased to 6.5 million. For 2022, this will decrease substantially. However, they've got a load of 605,000 pound in reserve for a rainy day. Um, that's possibly true. Probably true. I guess you can get this information from Companies House. Again, it's not something I get involved with. I don't. I've always been of the solution. I don't care how much someone else makes money. If someone buys a job for a quid, and they sell it to me, and they make, and they sell it to me for a million pounds, and they make like a million pound less a quid, I don't care as long as I'm getting paid for the job. I've got a job for you, Peter. It's worth five hundred quid. Do you want it? Yeah. I don't care how much they're making. It makes no difference to me whether they're making a loss, making a pound, make, making enough money to sort of finance a small revolution. All I really worry about is my bottom line because their bottom line is their problem. So, but yeah, you could be, again, they're making dough. They don't make as much money as Shell and BP and they seem to be getting away with it, don't they? While we still put these in our trucks at £2 a litre. Um... B. Carroll says, he said, don't agree with Pete. He says, you invite fools to join the conveyor belt. Don't get me wrong. It's a wonderful platform, but a horrible place to start and should never be the only source of revenue. A better suggestion would be to join Argos, Tesco's, etc. Again, multi-drop experience like their driving uh, van year after year and then consider doing it independently. Otherwise, you'll end up a loot and driver quote in 90p per mile. B. Carroll, I've, I've got to be honest, I, I never, like I say, I don't tell anybody to join it. I know the conveyor belt of fools exists, but that's independent of me, because if they listen to me, they wouldn't quote the stupid low prices in the first place. Um, as for joining, I think if I'd have actually had to start, because I just got thrown in at the deep end via Tony, come work for me, and then two months, a month later, you're not working for me anymore. Uh, I think if I'd have started on the Argos, I probably wouldn't have lasted very long. Not the Argos, the Argos is okay. If I'd have started on the Amazon, I'd have been going, this is killing me. I've got to do some jobs, so I'm going back to the markets. I was lucky in the fact that I was making the same money for three drops as they're making for 200. So I don't know if I would have stuck it, but an argument can be made. Go try it with somebody else, see if you like it, and then go on your own. You do you. Shane Hardy says, um, my takeaway from all this, Pete, is worst case scenario, you don't get enough money to be cost effective running on the CX and you lose your subscription fee. Best case, you make money in contacts and then you make even more money. That's exactly it. Worst case, if I say do it as cheaply as you possibly can, don't go and sign up a lease on a brand new um, Ford, what are they call custom, because it's lovely, but it's 32 grand, it's 700 man a month, and then I'm going to sign up for the, the, the CX package or just get a cheap van, join the CX. If it works, upgrade slowly. You know, all the gear and no idea doesn't work. Just upgrade slowly, and if it works, you get there. Um, and finally, um, um, Amanda, sorry, how can I not read that? Uh, Amanda Jardine says, she said, another video that makes sense, just about to join the CX and the videos have helped me. Um, scary times for me, but I know I can make it work. You get out where you put in, one life, live it. Amanda, good luck, my love. And you know where we are if you've got any questions. Obviously not me, because I'm some clueless idiot, but the wise guys will help you out. And on the subject of the wise guys, that's haircut, 10 quid. I mean, don't get me wrong, if you work it out, like, you know, per follicle, it's probably quite expensive because there's hardly any hair there. But, um, uh, Zolf, Zolfalor says, how is Doncaster as a base? Now, some guys, again, have filled it in. I think Godzilla's has filled it in. Doncaster's okay. It's not too bad. You're not completely out in the sticks. Try to be wary. You, I mean, um, 
Godzilla says Doncaster also covers Grimsby, and you can get in Grimsby, you can get stuck, presumably, if you like, you know, like places like Hull and Gould, lovely, but on the coast, and when you're on the coast, half of you see, so be wary of these things, but it's not too bad. Check the jobs on the map, when it comes in, ping it, and a little map will ping up, and you'll see whereabouts in Doncaster is, so is it more inland, is it more, is it Leeds, is it Sheffield? I've probably got Doncaster completely wrong. It's probably near Exeter. Um, or is it on the coast? Be wary of, you know, thinking, okay, that, that bit's not too bad, but that bit's a bit scary. But, you know, it's not too bad. You could do a lot worse. Uh, Barry Smith has done a thing. He says um, it's to do with weights and uh, how much each van can weigh, how much um, each van can carry according to weights. So through the marvels of modern technology, you'll see a pop-up now. About there. Is that right? So if you want to pause it, that and it says Barry Smith and then it's got like a rough idea of weights what each fan can carry that'll give you a rough idea Barry thanks for sharing as always um, Andy Darwin says do they do car transporting on the CX or is it just parcels or, or pallets happens rarely You'll get there. I think I did do a video about this. And I'll try and dig it out. I can't remember what I called it and if I it'll be there if I can find it if it's not I've just pointed at the air um, but it's sort of if you've got a high ab if you've got a fridge if you're specialist fans I think it is if you've got a high ab if you've got a fridge if you get the job you'll get good money for it oh well, actually I had a guy actually it was quite interesting I had to do um, a drop off at Tesco's this week um, they needed to, they needed two men on site to unload so they arranged a bloke to be there and he's a motorcycle courier on the CX and I said you get much motorcycle work he said actually no, I don't do too bad and I thought really I never see any motorcycle jobs ping up but um, he said during the, during the pandemic a lot because it was laptops and um, PCI te PCM tests, what, and COVID tests, isn't it? He said, now it's calmed down a bit. But he got 45 quid. He turned up, down the road from him. Um, I think we unloaded about three bars. And I said, I don't know why they've called you, because this is on pallets, and I've got a pump truck and tail lift. Took it all off with a pump truck and said, cheers, mate, there you go. So, you know, so, but no car transporting, not really. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, if you're a car transporter, I wouldn't join sex. I don't, if that's all you do, I wouldn't. It's not worth it. Uh, Del Anthony says, "Can you make money from the CX with no vans, just selling work on the CX?" Absolutely. People on the CX seem to fit into three different categories: courier drivers, people who just drive the vans, which is how I started; um, shippers, people who've just got a laptop, who are just they ring them, then people will ring them and go, "I need a van." They sell the job on the CX, and then they make their money that way. And courier companies which is what we are where we've got lorries and we've also got our own customers so we actually have to get vans in for our own customers so we we put our lorries out to other people and at the same time people give us jobs and we have to get vans in for them so it, it, it's three different ways but if you want to just be a shipper you can join a cx just as a shipper but what you need is a lot of your own customers so you do that by going around getting your own customer in, leafleting, in talking to people but if you've got people ringing you up all the time going i need a van i need a van that's how you do it Good luck. Uh, Paul Brennan says, I be <laughs> yes, <laughs> Paul Brennan became a millionaire on the CX. Started with two million, lost one. True story. <laughs> it's not a true story, Paul, is it? It made me smile. Uh, right, we're on to the miscellaneous now. So um, Off Grid T-Bone says, I have a camper van, if that counts. Never seen a pallet in its life, though, Pete. It would be interesting to know the amount of people that are watching the aren't couriers and maybe uh, stick one out for uh, the polls. I, I think a lot of people do watch the aren't couriers, which I'm, I'm just grateful anybody watches. Thanks very much. It's appreciated. Um, as for the camper van, when, you, when, you, when they sell jobs on the CX, 
if you say you're a van, they want a van. They don't want a car. They don't want an ice cream van. They don't want a bike with a trailer. They kind of want a van. And if you turn up with something like that, you just got to buy yourself a world of pain. Particularly if it's RDCs or you know distribution centres, going to go, what's that? No, no, it's not coming in. So you're just going to buy yourself grief, unfortunately. So, but thanks for watching anyway. Um, Andrew Forsyth said, he said you're not exactly short of a pound. I presume this is because I record the videos in my front room. Uh, all I can say to you, Andrew, is a cover is not a book. I did a video on the barn. It may look grand. <laughs> it is grand. Don't get me wrong. I'm incredibly lucky. It's my family home. I've lived here for 20 odd years. I'm very, 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 very lucky to have it. I love it. But the whole idea that I'm loaded is absolutely not true. Um, honestly, <laughs> if you're not living on the edge, you take up too much room. And um, I, I have been flying by the seat of my pants for a very, very long time now. Things seems to be improving. On a, on, a, on a regular basis and they'll make continue but, but yeah mate I'm not trying to be flash I'm just hoping that one day someone who watches um, the, sh the videos who wants to shoot the new series of The Holiday with Cameron Diaz and Jude Law says can we pay to use your house it's just free advertising isn't it so, uh, Wayne Rawlin says I didn't think that you could film in the prison because your phones are normally taking off you and put in a locker and that get returns after after departure this is true Wayne stay um Steve, uh, the thing is, and Steve Campbell says, he said, I've got a lot of ex-cons already know how they work, so do a sneaky video. I have, a, I have sunglasses with a cam built in so you can secretly record. I'm just not going to. Not from the I just don't want to do anything wrong. I don't want to upset anybody, and I'm going to upset a shipper one day, and he's going to go, you've just filmed my job in a prison. You're in trouble. I Yes, they do take the phone off me, but I have two cameras mounted. I've got one on the dashboard, and I've got one with a gimbal. Gimbal! Good word. Um, which is mounted there, which means I can actually do videos because you, you don't touch your phone when you're driving. It's not on. But what you can do is you can go beep, beep. And then I can actually... So when I do these Life on the Road videos, it's out for that. So theoretically, even though they've taken the phone off me, I've still got two cameras on the go and I could leave them running. I'm just not going to. I've done a video about prisons. It's coming out soon and it's just a generic what to do I'm, I'm, hoping, I'm not trying to get anyone into trouble I'm just trying to stop anyone who might be frightened about going into prisons they're very very straightforward um, we got along and again uh, and I like this as well I'll have to go through and pen some of these off Clive Littlewood he says right Pete he says, it's about time you stop referring to small van drivers as Duncan Alberts. They're billy whizzers. As you know, they, uh, they account for over 30% on the CX. We found that out last week. And they account for 95% of my company work. Um, small van drivers are the lifeblood of the courier work. And, and it's a real money spinner if you do it well. Most small vans can achieve 60 to 70 miles per gallon if driven well. They can run locals all day at £25 for less than 10 miles if they want to stay in a local area with very little expense they don't have to wait for ages to get unloaded this is certainly true I've done small van jobs in the Luton before and it's brilliant you walk in and you go it's the boxes over there mate it's like, just walk in walk out it's great um, you can get then you can get to the next job quickly clients will just clients will just call a cab instead of a courier if you started charging 50 pound for a local job couriers are needed every day by parts suppliers hospitals plumbers electricians manufacturers and numerous businesses and they probably post 10 plus jobs every day going all over the country and he goes on and i'll tell you what clive you're dead right mate but i've got to be honest with you small vans when i talk about the uncle alberts i'm not really talking about small van drivers I'm talking there I did a video once about HGV drivers that go and drive a small van and it's the point where you get to the end you've done it forever 
or you get to retirement, you've worked in a factory forever, or you've worked in advertising or a bank, and you go, I'm not ready to stop, but I just want something. They're the Uncle Alberts, the guys that just want to get out from under their wife's feet, maybe leave at 10, get back at three, do a couple of jobs. They're not looking to be a millionaire. They're just going to get ourselves a bit of money. They're the Uncle Alberts, but you're dead right. We had a guy working for us, I've done this story before, and uh, the way the jobs fell one day, he ended up getting 400 and nearly 500 quid for a day in the morning for flying up to Newcastle and back. And I went to him, I can't remember his name now, and I went, Christ, do I have any more money than me? And he was driving around in a little van, but I'm going to give you a dedicated video, Clive. And thanks for watching and thanks for commenting. But I think that's um, yeah, worth the Billy Wizards. We're going to re we're going to refer to you, the new guys, the small van drivers, as the Billy Wizards. Unless you're an Uncle Albert. <laughs> um, and uh, Craig Harrison says, oh, there's something else I want to do. Uh, he says, I use Waves and Google Maps because I did one which is better. And I said that Google Maps was better and then instantly reverted back to Waves. Uh, he says, sometimes I suspect traffic issues. I put Waves on. But a lot of the time, I just want to punch Waze in the face because it roots me off some crazy routes, which I'm convinced takes longer than putting up with the traffic. I'm currently running Waze and Road Lords because I have to because of the height on my truck, and that works very well for me. So I want to do a video on that because I can run two apps side by side with my fancy folding phone, which is great, by the way. I fully recommend these phones. They're brilliant. Um, but, yeah, we'll, we'll get on to that one. But, again, thanks for watching. Thanks for coming. And in conclusion this week, Shane Hardy says, because I did one on the pointless points. Um, because I'm now a Road Lords champion. Does that mean anything? Nothing whatsoever. Um, and he says, pointless points equals prizes, prizes, don't they? Absolutely. You've got two apps, nothing for a pair. Not in this game. And White Van, he made this did make me smile. He said, White Van Man says, Stockport, Stoke, because I've just got the wrong place. I'm a well career driver, I'm rubbish. He said, I, re I recently been on a job to Ilkston. I thought, that's near Derby. <laughs> will be a good area to get my next job I put in a competitive quote ship a bit my arm off a few hours later I was driving to Ilfracombe in Devon which is where the job was too not such an easy area to get out of part of the problem I have found is the fact that I, I'm, um, I'm long sighted so I'm absolutely fine with the driving but sometimes you go oh I bid that and you go it's going where? Or maybe you have to get them I don't know have to get some bins or just make the phone bigger or something like that so that's it i'm gonna go enjoy the sunshine well i'm not actually i'm gonna go and vid um, edit videos and stuff like that but once that's all done there's another one coming up uh on the commonwealth games this week i went to the commonwealth games and i've got to go and edit another one so that's what you do you know but still sunny life's good got a bus haircut and a hat what could be finer take care take money at parker our purpose is simple we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.